Let's get going here on this episode. Right to it. I want to cover this story from a different angle today. A lot of people call me a conspiracist theorist or others the same thing. When we say that the media and law enforcement work hand in hand and they put out some outlandish kind of crap. This past week, there was some incidences between the outlaws and Mongols in Chicago. Next thing you know, the Chicago Sun-Times, and I'm talking the Chicago Sun-Times, is one of the worst papers in the United States. It's like uh, the left has them by the balls. Let's just put it that way because I'm kind of upset. You notice the title of this video I took out of the Sun-Times article. It was Biker War Brewing in Chicago Between Mongols and Outlaws. You're going to see that one. But you're also going to see their journalistic integrity when they go and get a comment from Little Dave, who's all in this article, talking about this incident in Chicago. They even acknowledge he is not a part of the Mongols anymore, but continue to interview him in there. And this is very dangerous because some people might not know he is out of the club and no longer represents the Mongols Motorcycle Club. It happens. It could happen. Trust me. You know, people see this in the news and all of a sudden it's gospel. Well, it's not gospel. It really isn't. So let's take a look at this uh, right now. And let's go to the screen right here. Here we go. There's the Chicago Sun-Times. Just as bad as the Chicago Tribune. Biker war brewing in Chicago as Mongol Nation pushes onto outlaw motorcycle clubs turf. We see a lot of newspaper articles, but they blatantly titled it this. Blatantly. Because they know there's memories from the 1990s when things were pretty bad in Chicago. So what the Chicago Sun-Times is now doing is trying to capitalize on that decade. Five people were shot last weekend at a Southwest Side bar amid escalating violence between the rival biker gangs. Quote, there's a lot of bad blood brewing. And that was a little Dave quote. As you'll be able to see later on in an article. There's not escalating violence in Chicago. Maybe if you go to the southwest side, you'll see it every you know day over there. But it is not like that as far as the club scene here. Not like they're putting it out. But we can read the, the story here and you'll see what I'm talking about. After years of relative peace, they're talking about the 1990s stuff. Chicago's infamous outlaw motorcycle club once again is at war with a rival club, according to cops and bikers. Well, law enforcement, we already know. And the bikers is Little Dave. Nobody around Chicago thinks anybody's at war with anybody. 
yeah, it is what it is with the incident. It is what it is. But that don't mean there's a full-blown war happening here in Chicago. Come on. This time, they say it's with the Mongols Nation Motorcycle Club, which has been making an excursion into the Outlaws Chicago turf. In Chicago, you got to remember something. There's the city of Chicago. Then there's the outlying suburbs. You have Cicero, which was made famous by Al Capone and all that stuff. Berwyn, all that is outside of Chicago city limits. It's different. Goes on to say earlier on November 6th, four outlaw members and a member of the Mongols Nation Motorcycle Club. You notice how they screw that up instead of saying Mongol Motorcycle Club, they say Mongol Nation Motorcycle Club. They're trying to get a bang out of this. That's what the news article is doing. We're shot at a bar in Archer Heights on the southwest side where the Mongols were celebrating a birthday. Now, they're claiming that as many as 20 outlaw members walked into a bar on Archer near Midway looking for payback for a shooting last year. That is what a law enforcement source says. How do they know that? Let's ask ourselves, how do they know that? Because law enforcement says it? Give me a break. Uh, then it goes on uh, about the incident. Uh, Mongol shot one outlaw, 34-year-old suburban man in the elbow. That man and a high-ranking outlaw has also been shot on February 27, 2021. During a brawl in Berwyn. That's a war waiting between a uh, year to get... Come on, Really? Uh, most of them weren't seriously hurt. That's good stuff right there. Not nobody was killed. Uh, after the shootout, they're claiming that people in the bar cleaned up evidence, including shell casings. Chicago PD, my God, are they the worst. You talking about if you ever want to get uh, into the game, just have an envelope ready for them. They'll leave you alone. Wounded bikers haven't cooperated with detective and no one is being charged. They go into based in California. They arrived uh, in Chicago the past years antagonizing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's keep on. Uh, let's go down here. Here it is right here. Davidson Thielen, uh, the longtime president of the Mongols until he was ousted by members last year. So why didn't you just stop and reach out for a comment from the Mongols themselves? That would make sense as a reporter. Hey, is there a problem there, here or there? You know what I mean. Says he was among those who decided to bring the or the Mongols to Chicago it was a logical expansion, but wasn't intended as a provocation against the outlaws. Uh, he goes on to say the rest of the article is basically him talking. You know, people talk about dry snitching. Jesus. Unlike the outlaws, his group recruits mostly younger Latino members. We don't fish out the same palm. We're looking at a different demographic. Well, there's something you to give the cops right there, the demographic you're going at. Besides, he says, if you're friends and we coexist in other areas, why can't we coexist in Chicago? Then he goes on, the reaction was, whose dick's bigger contest? 
uh, this is one of the things that the Sun-Times printed. Yeah, they actually printed that. They feel like they have to defend their real estate, calling the shootings unfortunate, but saying they could have ended up much worse. It's given that gang mentality right there. They have to defend their real estate when a lot of MCs are really trying to put all this turf stuff behind them because everybody knows that it's too damn hard nowadays to do anything with technology. Uh, but in any keeps on going, uh, he predicts more problems saying the outlaws don't want to look weak. He's just antagonizing everybody. Hopefully you all see that he has to remain relevant. That is what's going on here. I don't know if he's trying to write a book, get a movie, any of that type of stuff, but he's trying to look relevant still. And then you all wonder why we no longer want to cover any of this because all he's a narcissist. He wants exposure. That's what makes him thrive is the exposure. And sometimes it's getting it to him going on going on nobody wants to go down that road you're not even in part of the club anymore they're not happy with us being there he just said that they're not happy with us being there but if you haven't chased us out of town in three years we're not going anywhere he's talking like he's still in the club to the chicago sometimes all law leaders didn't return calls or decline to comment this is news to me one says of last week's shooting unbelievable but do you see why everybody is sick and tired of him right here he's talking like he's still in the club leading the club he is not nobody wants to go down that road they're not happy with us being here but if you haven't chased us out of town in three years we're not going anywhere that is a direct quote It's like, damn, man, if somebody loves their club and something happens where the parties agree to separate, and if you claim to have loved that club, maybe you should go on vacation or something, get away from the club, leave them alone, because Mongols and all clubs right now have been looking real bad because of all the stuff in the news regarding him. Now, whatever's going on in Chicago is what's going on. But you don't need somebody poking the bear like him. Again, he's not a part of the club. If he's out there looking for a book deal or whatever, why don't you go get hooked up with Big Pete, man, and uh, get his author to write a book for you. But damn, man. I have never seen somebody who wanted to get on social media and the news in the media as this dude has. Really have it, man. You can't... (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, what do you all think about this, man? I'd really like to know. Sometimes, man, you never disappoint with your bullshit. Never, ever disappoint. I swear to God with you people sometimes. You're really... Wow. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to go to the second half of the show right now with China Dow 
We'll be right back after this music break. You really know how to move, don't you? 
You really do. You know how to move. Why? What are you saying? Because you're going to that beating drum. Because I got to look good. I got to just jam it out. You got to jam out. I got to jam it out. (laughs) I do. I don't even care. (laughs) How's everybody doing today? Welcome to the show. How am I sounding right now? Loud in my head, but that's fine. That's normal. Loud in your head, huh? Yes. What did you think about the show last night? Um. All right. Well, come on. Give your honest opinion. Everybody has one. You're allowed to give your opinion on Insane Throttle. So what did you think? You were a part of it, but you were quieter than normal. You know, I, I was I was very quiet because for a minute I, I was about it like a deer in headlights. Uh, I was a little confused, kind of like how Black Dragon was in the beginning. We were like a little confused. Um. I get the point she's trying to get across. Morning, Facebook. I do get the point she's trying to put across. She slipped up, made a big boo-boo. And what was that boo-boo? She she sort of threw a name out there that she shouldn't have done that because that's no, a big uh-uh. no-no. No, that was a big no-no. Uh, and she, I think me and Black Dragon were on that one. You guys were on it like flies on poop, and you did amazing explaining that every time she said club, it did not mean MC club. She was talking about the strip club, Mm -hmm. but then she made the oops. You guys corrected her and she'll learn from her mistakes. But I think that was a huge mistake on her part. Yeah. Mark or Duke. That was epic. The look that it was on black dragon's face. I have never seen him get that pissed off on air. And like my eyes just was watching Black Dragon's face the whole time after that. I was my jaw dropped and I'm just like, uh, after that, I kind of didn't want to talk anymore. So I kind of just sat there. I mean, I get it. The whole in, in my eyes, the whole point of it is, is when a woman says no, it's no, that's that's it. Yeah. But Plain what do you think simple. about the way she went at it? I mean, if this this this. This accusation happened a few years ago, mm-hmm. and until we hear the other side of it, which I do got the other side coming up. Uh, I received a statement, letter, whatever you want to call it, from Stephen Stubbs, and boy, did I get it! Uh, not me, but yeah, that's going to be a show on its own. But on insane throttle. I mean, until until you have him speak his side of it to me it's an accusation it's something that happened back in 2019 and i i don't know i don't know i think she might have screwed herself a little bit Mm -hmm. with the the I mean, she threw, she did admit that she went to the feds she threw uh, herself under the bus way bigger than probably necessary i don't know why she went that route it was a little I don't know. She went a little too far, I think, Mm -hmm. as far as throwing herself under the bus, sending that letter to like her, her little letter to uh, admitting what she was doing, admitting what she was doing. And she sent it to pretty much the whole alphabet, all the alphabet agencies. And I don't know why she did that. I don't either. I mean, I thought that was kind of ridiculous. Right. But she was trying to bring attention i guess to what was going on as far i get that sex trafficking i get that but it was like it was more attention to herself than it was anything Mm -hmm. 
And I, I, she went around it. I mean, in my opinion, as a female, she went around about that the whole wrong way. How would you have went to try to bring I would have just sent I would have just plain out sent letters to if she's gonna send a letter, then she needs to send a letter saying how all this sex trafficking is occurring. She didn't need to include herself in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that came out eventually, that's fine. But if she wants to make people aware of the sex trafficking and all that, that she went around it the wrong way. Just yeah. And what was the thoughts of everybody else about learning that not only did she do it, but she also trafficked other girls? The consensus was, I mean, once once that letter that she wrote to the alphabets, <laughs> I mean, everybody then was like, thanks, wife. Everybody there was all just, uh, that was dumb. Mm-hmm. And and I think everybody looked really, really, conf- I mean, even in the comments, people were confused. I got a little confused myself, too. I mean, she kept saying club, club, club. Okay. She was saying she meant stripper club. Stripper club, not the Not, the not other any club. other club. Because like, let's, uh, let's be honest, you know, motorcycle clubs hire freaking strippers to come to parties. That's normal. But we got a little worried, uh, Black Dragon and myself. Because you're bringing up all this information and you're co-mingling it where the club is being mentioned. And that can bring some real world consequences to that club. Which, again, said club that she oopsed on had nothing to do with any of it. Nothing to do with any of it. But the problem is when people see that interview they're going to automatically assume that the uh the mc was involved when they were not and they were and not. you see it in the comment section people were getting confused and saying well club blah 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 no 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 they had nothing yeah and and i think it was more on her part because she did not know the proper way to word it mm-hmm. but when you when you talk about a club specify like you kept saying club. She kept saying club, club. Okay, it's stripper club. Well, especially stripper when you're on club. air on a biker channel, that's yes. what everybody's going to think. Yes. They're, everybody, when you hear the word club, they're going to automatically assume MC. And let's be honest. It, it's a great conversation, uh, a great cause to bring. And that's why I did it is because on Sundays, I'm doing human interest stuff and different kind of issues. So I'm going to help bring that issue to light, but I didn't know it was going to go in that direction. Uh, I don't think any of us knew it was going to go in that direction. And I mean, I get it. She wants people to be aware that she screwed up in her past. She Everybody does. And, and it, who doesn't have skeletons in their closet for real? Who does not? But at the same time, and this is why I got to do an, an entire show on the uh, statement that Steven put up. His name was thrown out there, made him look like a predator when everything's hearsay. Exactly. It's all her word. Mm-hmm. We don't know if the situation even occurred. It's based on what she said. I get it. She came home from that trip. She wrote the letter to Stubbs. And. 
writing a letter, you can write a letter just because somebody pissed you off. You mean, it doesn't mean that any anything was actually said or done mm. until you hear both sides. Mm. But luckily for you, you were able to get information and I guess you're going to bring it more to light. You're damn right. Because I believe, like you always say, everybody deserves their turn. I was sad we couldn't have him on last night, but... But at the same time, if you were him, would you want to come on the show? If I was him with last night's show, no, I wouldn't have wanted to come on. Because even after the show last night, I was leaving the studio going, I really don't think I wanted to be on that show. <laughs> why would? Why didn't you want to be on that I show? Didn't. Just because of the way she heard the the way she was speaking, it was confusing a lot of people. I, I I think I looked like a uh, there was a lot of stuff I wanted to say too, but I didn't want to cross lines. And I I know the way you're supposed to be when you're on the show. Mm -hmm. And I think if I would have said some of the things that were on my mind, you probably would have had to bleep me, or you probably would have told me to get out, <laughs> get out, get out, because there was a lot of things that she was saying that was just kind of irritating. To be honest, for example, well, for one, you don't throw somebody's name under the bus without verification from that other person. Number two, you need to be more specific mm -hmm. with your terminology when you're on a radio, when you're on a show, mm. especially one that's worldwide, because we are worldwide. <laughs> what a lot of people don't understand is. YouTube is a very, very small part of what I do. It's actually Spotify, it's iTunes, and all the podcasting platforms that is the really big audience. And, and We're top 1.5% in the world right now. The other thing that threw me off was when this was all, and I'm going to say supposedly occurring, in Florida. Allegedly. Allegedly. When this was allegedly occurring, I hate to say it, but if you're at a party with, according to her, it was an MC party. Mm -hmm. Okay. I hate to say it, but if you open your mouth because somebody is crossing the line, an MC is going to take care of that. Oh, situation. you're damn right. An MC's gone. So I think part of her shit was bullshit. Hmm. Because I don't care what party you're at. You, you could be at a, just a bar party. You're going to say something to like, or, or even if it was at a strip club, you're going to say something to someone, a bouncer, or like Black Dragon said, uh, one of the guys, you know, Sergeant at Arms, I believe Black Dragon said, you say something to one of them, they will get this person out of the party if they're crossing a line. Mm -hmm. And being that she didn't say anything to anyone oh, until yeah, Mark, she got home. That's why I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. I really don't. Mm -hmm. So I, I see you later, Chase. I'm glad I'm glad that you're giving, you know, uh, Stephen his his chance. Right. Um, I'm sure you'll update everybody when that's going to happen. Uh, but. Y you can you can look anything up on you. And, and to me, I think she looked she looks stupid. I, Ouch, I'm this sorry. from a woman. I'm sorry. 
I mean, if you want to get your point across about sex trafficking, then then you should have just based it on that. The the Stephen Stubb shit should never have been brought up. Okay, I'm going to do it on this show as well. That way people know what we're talking about. And the statement I got from Stephen last night, he puts it point by point. Uh, he goes on to say, I just watched the interview and I thought I would point out a few things. She said some things, new details that I never knew before that got me thinking. Now, you got to remember, Steve was one of the attorneys that testified in the Mongols and talked about little Dave. First, and this is his first point, we'll go point by point on this. I'm glad that Blue and I both agree that she never provided me any entertainment meaning sex. Right. She and did that's make that point. She did make that point. That And that's something nobody knew before. Right. So they both agree on that point that nothing ever happened. The second point, Blue and I also agree that the first thing I did when she sent me the extortion email, and it wasn't, ex- you know, it, he, it, it was, was to go straight to the club. Let me ask you, if I was checked, like she claims, why would I go to the club? Wouldn't that already have been taken care of if that happened? We were just talking about that. Mm-hmm. At an MC party, it's getting taken care of. Exactly. That makes no sense at all. I was never checked by anyone. The first time I understood that there was ever an issue is when I he got that letter. Because, again, guys in the club would have went up to him. Well, not even that. I mean, if somebody was supposedly, allegedly saying, uh, because he was being accused of offering $200 for a blowjob. Let's let's. Is that in there right now? Oh, go ahead. Third point. I'm fascinated by the allegation of the $200 solicitation. First time he actually remembered hearing that dollar amount. And this is what's interesting. Because I was there with exactly $200 that little Dave gave him. As I thank you for that patch trial work. Dave gave me $200 all in 20s to have fun with the girls. Because it was given with a specific purpose. I didn't feel right putting it in my pocket, and I took it back and told Blue that I had it. She then tried to hug me, and I refused her hug, giving her the excuse that I didn't want stripper dust on them, meaning the glitter. Right. I didn't want to come back to the hotel with glitter on him. She then insisted on a photo, the one where I'm holding a strawberry milkshake. Here's the thing. Blue and the other girl offered me dances. I turned them down. This was after I told them that I had brought 200 bucks. I then paid for uh, 10 different people to have a dance with the $200 they gave me. They made $200 pretty quick because the dances were free from the $200 Dave gave them. And then when some people came in expecting a free dance, they were told that they had to pay. And many of them turned around and walked out. 
I told them, sorry, I only brought 200 bucks. So what seems to me is here's a guy who testified at the Mongols patch trial and it wasn't good for little Dave. And now all of a sudden, all this information's coming out. You see what I'm saying here? Now he's being I think, attacked. I think that uh, see, <coughs> I didn't want to go there yesterday. Cause that was one of the things I wanted to bring up. And I, I bit my tongue cause I wanted to behave. But since you just opened that door, I I'm, opened the door. That's I'm, fine. I'm going to go for it. I personally think the only reason why these allegations were brought up is because of the fact that Steven Stubbs' name is out there huge. Yeah, he's with the, yeah. with the case, with the Mongols case, like you just mentioned. Right. And I think that is the only reason why. He testified why, against Little Dave. But I think that's the main reason why she went and threw his name under the bus. Or do you think there's some work uh, going on behind the scenes? As meaning? Meaning collaboration to throw mud on Stephen Stubbs. That's a high possibility. She could be talking to someone else that maybe could be getting her to throw his name under the bus. Because I'm really behind the cause of stopping the sex trafficking. But at the same time, there's a lot of questions in this. Yeah. Because Stephen Stubbs, he also works with NCOM. Yes. COC. And does a lot of work for clubs. Well, and Rattlesnake even says the more more holes in the story than <laughs> she told than on I-95. Well. Uh, yeah, or uh, 294. Yeah, in our case, 294. But I, I see, I agree with that. There were there were a lot of unfilled holes. There was too much. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and then her throwing herself under the bus with the alphabet soup. See the confession. I was like, "What the? Why fuck would you, are you doing? Why would you send a confession to the feds and all? Why would you even well, get them involved?" She claimed it was because she wanted to bring attention to the issue. Then bring it, attention to the issue itself. Don't don't send no confession mm-hmm. because they're not going to care. You're one person, right? You need to have more people backing you when it comes to sex trafficking than just one person. She, she, you know, she says that she's got, you know, people helping her, which uh, I find that false. Fourth uh, point. There were many times that I said I only brought 200 as I was hanging out with the guy in the girls present. Both in uh, both in response to the girls offering me a dance and also when guys came in asking for a free dance. That's the only thing that I said multiple times. Because she was claiming that he he was soliciting her a lot of times. Could she have thought that me saying, quote, I only brought $200 with me was a solicitation? Could she have got that from her? I think she I think the whole thing was a big giant misunderstanding. He goes on to say, could she have read the fact that I turned down her offers of a dance Together with me saying I only brought $200 together in a way that w- it was never intended. Could this have been a big misunderstanding? Yes. 
I do not remember ever specifically telling her that I was paying for the 10 other guys to get a dance. I thought she knew because I thought she was, saw me handing the twenties directly to the guys as they came in. If a rumor goes out that the dances are free, but then they have to pay when they come, they couldn't have been good for business. I actually feel bad that paying me paying for 10 guys to have dances might have reduced their income for the night. So could it have been a misunderstanding? Yeah, I do. I think it was. I, I think it was just a big misunderstanding or she was pissed because he turned her down. Mm-hmm. He turned her down for the dance because, like he said, he did not want to be covered in glitter. Because he had a wife there. Exactly. Well, at, in Florida. He he didn't want to have the glitter on him. And he don't don't say free dances if they're not. I mean, that's just ignorant. And he didn't hand the money to the girls. He does. To me, it sounds like he didn't even offer the money to the girls. He gave the money to the guys as they walked in the door. Right. To get those dances. And again, this was something little Dave gave him. Exactly. And little Dave's in the news a whole lot now. A whole lot. Mm-hmm. Fucking guy talks and talks and, and goes. And the letter that she wrote and sent to Steve, to me, did sound like an extortion letter. I'm not going to lie. It did. And then she's all, but I don't really care about the money. Then why would you bring the money up? Saying that it was ended up being a $200 party when it should have been like over four grand. Why would you even include that if you weren't out to get money? His fifth point, and there's some good points here. I brought my wife to Florida and we were staying together in a beach hotel in New Sirmira. My wife doesn't feel comfortable at events, so we spend time together during the day. She read her book at the hotel while I went to the event. And then I returned to my wife in the hotel after the event. We posted plenty of pictures on Facebook, and that is easily confirmed. And I I just can imagine right now him being called out on this business all over the world that he might have problems with his wife now. And the whole thing to my to me sounds like miscommunication. Mm-hmm. He was pointing out that this is what he has. He did. He declined dances. He declined everything. He didn't even want to hug her because of the glitter, which means he's thinking of his wife. Exactly. Not thinking about the bullshit that was going on right then and there. He had his wife on his mind. He wanted to respect his wife. By not coming home covered in glitter where she questioned, what have you been doing? Well, let's just tell you how it goes at a party with strippers. You were at one with the club. Yes, I was. How brazen are they? The women, they're in your face. And you could tell them, no, I don't know. I don't know how many times you were approached to do a shot out of a belly button. And you're just like, no. And Actually, I think it was get the fuck away from me. Well, yeah, at first it was no. And then it was get the fuck away. <laughs> May, I, and I don't know whether it was because I was there or what. I doubt it because that's you see just how, how I act around women. That's just how he is around other women and strippers as it is. Mm. Does he respect what they do for a living? Yes. Hollywood respects strippers. Does Hollywood want to be involved with strippers as far as doing shots, getting the dances and all that? No, he doesn't. Mm. 
out of respect for, I don't know, himself, <laughs> maybe respect for me. I don't know. I'll take a dance, <laughs> but I won't. I but never won't. do. No, you never do. You always turn it down and tell them to, you know, get away from you. Right. But at the party that we attended, they're, they're all up in your face because the whole goal of the women at that party is to make money. And didn't we have uh, an enforcer standing at the door watching these girls? Yes. And if anything got out of hand, they were right on that. They were right on it like flies on shit. So with her saying she had nobody to turn to because of these. Do you think she was afraid to what? I think she was afraid to. To be honest, I think she was afraid to open her mouth. Mm -hmm. If that's why I think this is all bullshit. I feel it is all bullshit because I'm sorry. I know for a fact uh, in the MC world, if there's a problem and somebody's saying something or doing something to you, you go to one of the patch holders. They will get them the fuck out in a heartbeat without any questions asked. You tell them you're feeling violated by someone. They will dismiss that person. Mm -hmm. And with her, feeling that she there was insisting there was no one to go to Mm -hmm. i think it's bullshit i don't even care if you're afraid the if you're at an mc party there is no reason as a female to ever feel afraid no there ain't that is probably the most comfortable place for a woman to be is around a bunch of mcs i'm sorry so if she's going to use the uh, uh, she was afraid, then she's an idiot. There is never a reason for any female around MCs. And by the way, you're a female. I am. So we're getting a female's perspective. Yes. Right now. There should be never a way at any party with a bunch of MCs to ever be afraid. It is the safest environment for a female to be in. Hmm. hands down you should never fear ever as a female being around a bunch of bikers right ever when i told blue that my wife asked that i don't embarrass her that was after i rejected the girl's dance offerings i never meant to insinuate what blue now claims that was me trying to communicate that me getting a dance would embarrass my wife so no, thank you. Were they upset? Yeah, I think they were. Now, YouTube lawyer has a good question. What if you're not a connected woman, though? Asking because I don't know. If you're a female, even one of the strippers at, at an MC party, if even one of the strippers has an issue at an MC party, you always go to somebody in that MC because you're not affiliated, you're just a stripper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're. They a civilian. will take them by their shirt and pull them outside. There, you don't have You've to be, seen it. You do not have to be connected in the MC world whatsoever as a female at a party to feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. They don't care if you're one of the entertainment that's there. They don't care if you're just a hang around that's there. They don't care. Right. You were invited to that party. And you're their guest. And you are their guest, whether you're affiliated or not. If you were invited to that party, every biker 
in that club is going to watch out for every female in that club. If you know anything about the MC world, you'll know that an invited guest is hands off. Exactly. That's taken very serious. When an invitation is given, that is very serious right there. Nobody's going to let you screw with somebody. No. You're going to be respected no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in Florida for a specific purpose. It was the first national meeting for the club after the patch decision less than a month earlier in February. He's talking about the motion to vacate. I was there to meet my clients and we talked extensively about the patch case. In multiple groups, it's also great networking, and I feel really good to get the praise that I earned for his work in the patch trial. Mm. So that's what he was there for, Mm -hmm. was the motion to vacate and his work in, uh, in the RICO trial. Yes. That's why he was there. And then because he was there, he was invited as a guest to the party. Mm -hmm. He was there as a guest. She was there as a guest. Yes, she was the entertainment. But at the same time, they were both invited guests. Now, she claimed that he never knew about her previous sex work, meaning prostitution. He she claimed that he never knew. (laughs) I 100% knew about her past sex work. Everybody did. I heard it multiple times from my clients, which was the club. It wasn't a secret. And I've been in the club attorney since 2010. So her claiming that he had no idea was false. Was false. It was a lie. Everybody knew she was. Everybody already knew what she does and what she did. So even if the case that he did solicit her, he, she was a prostitute. Yes. So why get so offended if you were a prostitute? See where this ain't making any sense. Like, like they, like, I believe it was, there's something going on in the background right now. There's too many holes. She, she needs to like, in my opinion, she needs to just leave Steven Stubbs alone. Because, you know, you can already tell, and this ain't conspiracy. Little Dave's behind it. He has a bone to pick with Steven. Actually, when I was interviewing Steven, he was texting Steven, you're a fucking liar, all that bullshit, that narcissist. I remember that during the show. And people wonder why I got a problem with this guy. Because I can see straight through his bullshit. The whole time you had Steven Stubbs on the show the last time, Steven flat out said that little Dave was blowing up his phone. So it's not coincidental that he had $200 on him. She mentioned it. It was little Dave that gave it to him. And how do we not know that little Dave didn't tell blue, which this is my guessing. I'm not, I don't know if this happened. This is just my opinion just to put it out there. How do we not know that little Dave did not tell blue he had this $200? We don't know. We don't know. It could have been little Dave, like you said, being pissed off and that and figured this was happening and figured since she was there, let's get her in this. We don't know. Morning, Facebook. 
I mean, and this is again, this is just my opinion because I wasn't there. I'm just mm-hmm. going based on what I heard from her and what you're reading that came from Steven Stubbs. And I'm sh- I'm going to try to get Steven on uh, an interview by himself because he does deserve the he does deserve his airtime to say something against what she's accusation, all her accusations. Mm-hmm. And now, and to be honest, when she read the letter that she sent Steven, I'm sorry to me that letter. And I listened to it word to word to word verbatim. I listened to the whole thing. I mm-hmm. didn't inter- Nobody interrupted her. We all let her speak to me. That letter sounded like she was just out to get money. That's it. This what has put me overboard. This statement right here. Now, I'm a kind-hearted guy. I try to give people their talking points and causes that they want to promote. And I'm against sex trafficking. I hate it. I hate it. So I gave, I helped her out, get her point out there. This is what put me over the edge and told me what was going on in this situation. Blue specifically says that I put myself in situations dealing with the media. It's no secret that the Mongols claim me as their attorney. I'm an attorney of record in the patch case. I also filed the Ninth Circuit of Appeal. I'm on counsel of record there, too. I have never put myself into a any media situation. I have only spoken to the media at the request of his clients. This is coming out after he came on our show. And he was talking about the patch case and the dirtiness that little Dave did. Mm-hmm. This statement right here tells me, you know what? You're right. You're not out there trying to seek media. A lawyer is always going to speak for his clients when it comes to media because they can't. So this that's, looks like a shot over the bow right here. That That's the attorney's job is to speak on behalf of his clients. Mm-hmm. That That is his job. So, of course, he's going to speak to the media because he doesn't want his clients to do it. Mm-hmm. The client shouldn't have to. That's what a lawyer does. God, don't you guys watch TV with lawyer shows? The lawyers always speak for their clients. Well, that's the question I have here, Duke. It's not making any sense, but she was so pretty. Okay, yeah, she's pretty, but still. But at the same time, she made accusations against a man who ha- is in the public eye, has been doing work with MCs, she made these accusations that he was soliciting for prostitution. It don't matter to me if she was pretty. It's the facts of the allegations that I want to get. Mark Mark makes a good statement here. She has no idea how an MC operates and that will cost her for the action she took. I agree. As far as Costner, she's not going to get any parties from an MC no more. No. I don't, any MC, and there's a lot of them that watch my show and heard that, ain't going to hire her. And in my opinion, if 
I mean, I'm just going to go back to the fact that all she talked about in her letter to Stephen was money that she was out. And And she admitted being a sex trafficker. Yes. That she actually trafficked it herself. And she brought people with girls with her, Mm -hmm. which means she's bringing them across country to a party and trafficking them. I mean... Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't, I've never been a stripper. I will never amount to be a stripper. I'm not going to be a stripper. But people also got to keep in mind that strippers and sex workers, not are, not are always two in the same. Well, let me ask you this. They're not. Let me ask you something. You bring that up. You have a friend that started stripping. And what did I tell you? That eventually she's going to do more than just strip. Within how much time? Less than a month. Six months, I said. Well, six months, but it happened in less than a month. (laughs) I know this business. But as a stripper, the stripper has the right to say no. Oh, she does. And not do the extracurricular activities. Oh, I agree 100%, but most of them... Give off that vibe. And in this case, where she claimed that Stephen didn't know that she was a prostitute. Which was false. Everybody knew. Everybody knew it. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't there be, and I'm not saying him, but why wouldn't there be an advance? Hey, you want to give a blowjob for 200 bucks? What? Why be so surprised if everybody knew that you did that? And obviously he's already made a point in what you were reading that he never said that Mm -hmm. she took his words out of context. Mm -hmm. He said flat out, he only had $200. He declined her dances. He declined her hug. Mm -hmm. She took everything out of context. A hundred and ten percent. And do you think it's because somebody is behind the scenes pulling the strings as a puppet master? I think so. Because it all makes sense to me when I heard that. It's too coincidental that you said that Stephen was on my show. He was I mean, he was on the show, number one. So there his face is out there. Number two, he's the attorney for the Mongols. MC, correct? Yeah. So there's his face again. It's also if you go and like even in my Google News feed, I don't know how many times I've seen about the Mongols court case. And in that in in that if I click it open, you're going to see Stephen Stubbs name. Right. 110 percent. Every time. I think it's a personal vendetta. I do. She got turned down and. Her weekend sucked, so now she wants the money. And she says she doesn't need the money. Then if you don't need the money, why would you include that to your letter to Stephen Stubbs? Mm -hmm. Why even put the money in there? Why even bring it up? Right. If you don't need it, why? I'll settle for Mm $1,500. To me, that's just her way of trying to get money out of him because of the fact that he is in the public eye. Because of the 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 court cases. Right. And he was on your show prior to her even being on your show. 
Mm -hmm. And I think... Do you know what projection is? (coughs) That's when you're doing something and you blame somebody else for it? Yes. That's exactly what little fucking babe is doing. He's all over the fucking media. Anytime he can get in the camera, uh, in front of a camera. Well, look how many shows he did before you even had. And then he's going on another show on the 24th for Thanksgiving. I'm going to wait to what he says. And then I'm going to release all kinds of shit. I haven't done into the public yet. But, uh, but look how many shows that he did prior to coming on to yours. And people say, well, where's the paperwork? Dude, you got two, you got hundreds of pages of testimony against this fucking guy. Are you that stupid? Let me ask you this. Yes. I'm asking uh, the people in uh, the chat room. If you were doing dirt, would you even go near this fucking guy right now if... They're claiming, well, there's no paperwork. Would you go out there and do dirt with this guy now? That should give you all the answers you need. So I do feel sorry for Steven that he was brought up in this shit. I, I do too. But it's a hit job. But, and Dirty Knobs, he put uh, 200. She thinks she's the shit. And then. Actually, that's pretty cheap. <laughs> but did you hear, did you hear during the show, she made a comment. That you can throw a hundred dollars at a stripper and she'll think it's the best. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at one minute she's like upgrading strippers, the next minute she's down selling strippers. It's like I I can go across the border because we have a strip club, which is one of the strip clubs that one of my you know my friend mm-hmm. works at. Dude, they're going the the a lot of the women that work at that strip club are there because they want to pay their bills and support their kids. And I'm getting a lot of feedback on that question I just asked. The question is if you if for those that say, "Well, I got to see paperwork. I got to see paperwork even though there's testimony everywhere." Would you do dirt with him? And they're all saying, would you "Hell no." Nah. Would you go out there sell a pound of coke or a kilo? Would you go out there and go get into some violence with the guy? Knowing what you do now from the testimony and from all those, well, there's no paperwork. Okay, are you going to go out there and do dirt? Because if you say no, you know what he's up to. And everybody's saying no, hell no, never. They're all all saying no way. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think I think there's a puppet master behind Blues. And there is one do. thing I'm, I'm going to ask you guys. She's a sweet girl, but I think there's a puppet master behind it. I'm going to ask you guys. I want you to go look up an FBI 302. Go look that up. I was nice enough not to publish it on air. But boy, was it interesting. And yes, there's paperwork out there. Just so you know, I'm just not going to be the one to release it. So I don't get a bullet in the head. Uh, let's see here. SNS. I've always had a bad feeling about little Dave from the first time he met him. Now, why are we bring it up and giving him the attention? I think it's because of the first segment. He was talking that he struggles sometimes acting like he's a part of a club. You see how dangerous this is getting with him going to the media 
and saying that kind of shit he said. Okay, so and, and <laughs> I googled it. I don't know. <laughs> Mm. I googled it because I don't know what an FBI 302 is, so I wanted to see what it was. <laughs> mm. A 302 is a form used by FBI agents to summarize an interview. In a case, it, number one, records information provided by a confidential informant. I can tell you there's mm. something out there. I'm not going to release it. You're going to have to go and get it uh, from the trial. It is public record now, so you can pull it up. Go look at that. So when you hear dumb fuck talking on that Cinemel's shit, know that there's a 302 and know there's hundreds of pages of testimony against him. Get him, Jank29. Wouldn't sell that fool an aspirin. <laughs> Uh, you know, because I see these people on the internet saying, well, where's this? Where's that? Okay, go sell a kilo with this motherfucker and see what happens. See, you know, Cali's one thing and Chicago is a different. We don't mm. fucking play mm. from the if you give a reason to have any doubt, we're not fucking with you. I don't know how it is on the West Coast, but that's the way it here is in Chicago. So SNS contracting. I always had a bad feeling about little Dave from the first I met him. Mm -hmm. And dirty knobs, FBI interview report form FD 302. Yeah. I looked it up because yeah. I'm dumb. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so obviously it's a game being played here. I believe to try to discredit Steven Stubbs. And I'm disappointed because I really believe in the issue i really do i really believe in it and i was hearing from somebody that was talking about it you know i have many special guests coming up that we're talking about all different kind of subjects on sunday because it's the same type of show that we do we have some interesting shit mm. And I kind of feel sorry that Black Dragon was involved in last night's show because we both didn't know what the fuck we were walking into. No. And he was just the same as I was because I specifically said no club names. You did because I was sitting here in the studio when you said it. Because I know how Rico predicates work. And God, are they looking for anything on appeal to get them? <laughs> JP, on a positive note, now I know what motorboating is. <laughs> 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 now, see, that part cracked me up last night. Black Dragon goes, what's motorboating? <laughs> That's a fucking Midwest thing, I guess. We know what it is. But I was, I was really upset that I brought BD on the show and I seen the disappointment after that was said. And I was fucking, you know, inside I was furious because I said, don't do it. You did. And that was even before Black Dragon came on because Black Dragon missed the conversation in the, in the green room mm -hmm. prior 
because Black Dragon was. If doing you don't his know, show. when I'm going live on air, there's something called green room that we're all sitting doing audio checks, all the stuff that you do before you bring somebody on a radio show. Mm-hmm. And there's guidelines and rules that I lay down. I don't play games because I want a professional show. I don't want no Jerry Springer bullshit on my show. And I specifically said that. Yes, you did. I was sitting right here. You know, I'm not saying she's a bad person. It's just saying, hey, you didn't listen to what was said before. Well, not only that, but, you know, you knew that this topic meant a lot to me. And then to turn around and see this thing that was sent to the FBI, ATF, DOJ, admitting that you were a prostitute and admitting that you trafficked others. I know people can change, but goddamn, don't throw stones. No. Let me hear what you guys think in the comments section about this. Well, Mark says that uh, BD, when he heard the club name, looked shell-shocked. He was. Didn't you see me? I was like, holy shit, that's the first time I've ever done that on my own show. Because <laughs> I was so pissed. My eyes got huge. <laughs> I'm just like, ooh. Mm. Because it ain't right. No, and the first thing I did after I heard heard it was I sat back in my chair going, I'm shutting up now because something's going to go down. <laughs> I'm like, Hollywood and BD are going to catch this one. I'm, I'm going to leave this one alone. Dark Soul, I was yelling at the phone when she dropped it. And I think a lot of people were. I think everybody was because you could see it in the comments last night. You know, doing biker news is one thing that means <laughs> you're trying to give an opinion editorial on what's going out in the news, the mass media, Mm -hmm. you know, that's done on every news network that's done through us. But when I'm trying to discuss a story, there's ground rules that I believe in that every journalist should have that ethic. It's kind of like with me, there is tons of stuff that are, is told to me on a daily basis but people trust me because my sources are never divulged. I will not do it. I refuse to do it. Well, and Dark Soul even said he's been on your show a lot, so he knows how it is in the green room. Mm-hmm. And he, he knows if Hollywood says, hey, you don't say this, you don't say it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if, if you want lucky, I didn't cut off right. There. And if you want to be on Hollywood's show, you got to respect what he has to say in the green room for real. And yes, Brian, I too enjoyed the McRib statement last night. That was that, funny as fuck. Said that lightened the mood. It did and, lighten and, the mood. And in other news, the McRib is back at McDonald's. Right. <laughs> uh, Duke, oh, the look on you and Black Dragon's face, but my butt cheeks <laughs> peckered and I was just watching the show. My, uh, our face was kind of messed up. But I do believe, because uh, I got to do this on the other channel, <laughs> that it was com- it was a it was a setup. <laughs> I, I like Duke Rose. He cracks me up. <laughs> the look on you and Black Dragon. I just face, read that. My butt cheeks puckered. <laughs> I thought uh, JP. I thought you were going to kick her out when she brought up that club from the West. You <laughs> now that the reason I, was, I think I was surprised. He they they were everybody was thrown off guard because they was told not to do it and she did it. 
and we were all. And I don't think she understands uh, the seriousness of she it. She didn't, and that's one of the reasons. I think one of the reasons why they Hollywood didn't like hang up on her and boot her was because they wanted to school her at yeah, the same time. Black Dragon schooled her ass right away. Oh my god, right away. Yes, so, uh, the episode's still up on the other channel, Dirty Knobs. It's still up. You know, one of the reasons why I did the thing with Stubbs was because there was money mentioned in there and other stuff that could have, uh, you know, really affected the club at the Ninth Circuit of Appeals. See, I follow these cases 100%, and I know what can hurt them and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, bringing up money... Would have hurt him because that's money laundering at that point. Now, Matthew Meatballs, I veer to differ on that. She was acting like a blonde last night. Hey, I know better and I'm blonde. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Don't don't throw the blondes under the bus. So I know I'm going to get hate thrown my way. That's inevitable. But I, I wanted to give it an honest opinion of what I feel is going on here. To me, that just shows that she doesn't have as much knowledge as she claims to know about the MC world. Well, <laughs> ouch, China Doll's going today. Sorry, but it it that's just that that's just my mm-hmm. opinion. I really she, so basically, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. With her, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hate to hurt somebody's channel. I really do. I hate it. I mean, but don't this, get me wrong. It was she, put out there. She don't get me wrong. She's probably got good, good ideas and, and, and wants to nip this sex trafficking. But I get it. I get it. But at the same time, she's talking about things that she really doesn't understand. And Black Dragon brought that up. There's Sergeant Arms waiting. I mean, it's. I don't even know where I'm going with that. Well, like Mark said, I'm sure pictures hanging on the walls of MCs nationwide, persona, persona non grata. I mean, she, you know, she talks that says that her channel is based on the MC life that she grew up in. Well, you obviously didn't know much about it. Mm -hmm. You obviously had no clue what you were doing in that world because you made the biggest freaking faux pas. Mm-hmm. You could make you made a foobar. You yeah, you foobar it all right. You fucked yourself up beyond any damn return. So my question would be: You heard Stubbs' response? Yes. What do you guys think in the comments section? Let me know. Do you think what? And if you haven't seen uh, the show from last night, go watch it. It's over on Insane Throttle Biker News's channel. Mm. Go watch that. And then give me your response in the comments in YouTube and let me know what you think about this whole situation, because I kind of think it's unfair (laughs) that he was thrown out there like that. But I think that there's puppets behind the scenes and maybe she's innocent and didn't want to do it. But because you got a narcissist behind it. She was put out there and being used because there's one thing in the MC thing. If you want to get info or you want to get something out on your enemies, you always use a woman to do it. Mm -hmm. Always, always, that's how you do it. Infiltrations, all that type of stuff. Send a woman in and men get dumb. Mm -hmm. They get dumb. And and to me, with her 
I, I don't know. I'm just going to leave it alone now because it's like I'm kind of getting it's kind of. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> anyway, let me know your thoughts and all that stuff. Me and China Dow will be back tomorrow with what we were going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, what we today, were going to talk about. About but, ungrateful people. But I think it was time to get Stubbs' stuff out, and I'll be doing some stuff on him tomorrow. So. And, and and I did like the fact that I could actually speak my side. So I appreciate it. I like my opinion. I just, mind you, everything I said was my opinion. Yeah.